0: You're listening to the Support Report with Be Present, where we share real stories from young adults and how support changed their lives. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Support Report. We are Be Present. I'm your host, Justin Peters, and joined as always with the amazing co host, Kiara Riga. Kiara, how are you?
1: I'm not bad, Justin. How's it going?
0: Just not bad. That's it. That's all I get from you today.
1: I <laughs> it's been a long couple of weeks I mm. moved I'm planning a wedding and the holidays are less than 2 weeks away so um I think just all right is is pretty decent for this time of year <laughs> That's
0: fair any of those three um have you really excited right now I mean the move's got to be cool planning a wedding the holidays are you a holiday person give me that i'm a
1: huge holiday person i actually just got back from new york city uh doing all the holiday stuff there we saw the uh nutcracker with the new york city ballet yes. um the rockefeller tree we went skating there it was really really cool
0: that's nice you have anything on your um christmas list your your gift list for this year
1: just want to spend time with everyone i think i you know everyone i know is kind of like downsizing christmas gifts and even you know my family we did secret santa so we're not buying for everyone it's just one person I like that um idea. with a, a relatively low spend limit for our family um so yeah definitely cool. getting more into quality time
0: <laughs> yeah i feel like a lot of people appreciate and enjoy that especially Man, we already forgot how great it feels to kind of slow things down. I feel like 2020 really reminded a lot of people of that. We got to take some time off and everybody's like, wow, man, if we could only live life not so busy, go, go, go all the time. And then we hit the holidays and like people are like rushing into the holiday season just to enjoy the week and a half from kind of Christmas to the new year. I'm Mm -hmm. kind of missing 2020 a little bit for that reason.
1: Oh, yeah. I would love to just have some time where like I can't go anywhere.
0: uh well um it's not just us today we also got an amazing guest as always you want to give the uh, guest introduction kind of give a background i'm excited for this conversation
1: i'm super excited for this conversation so absolutely Today, joining us is Lacey Wicksall. Lacey is the executive director of Wish Upon a Wedding, a nonprofit that grants weddings and vow renewals to couples facing terminal illnesses or other life-altering circumstances. Um, Since the organization was founded, they have been able to grant a whopping 213 wedding and vow renewals, including one that was for a friend of mine who has since passed. So this is an organization that... You know, I've heard a lot of good things about in the past couple of years, and I'm really excited to have this conversation. So, welcome to the podcast, Lacey.
2: Thank you so much
1: for having me. Thank you for being here. So, why don't we kick off a little bit? I gave a very high level of what Wish Upon a Wedding is, but I'd love to hear more about it in your words. What you do, um, what your mission is, how you were founded.
2: Give us, give us the the tea here. Sure, absolutely. So we were founded in uh, 2010 um, when a wedding planner in Northern California decided that she would give away a wedding for free, and she enlisted the help of a bunch of her friends in the industry, and they they put out a call to action to find the perfect couple to grant this wedding wish to, and they ended up finding a couple um, that uh, one of one person in the couple was was ill, and they pulled it off. It was an amazing day, and her. It just it sparked in her this idea. And so she formed this organization. And she set out to grant wishes across the entire country. Um, and actually, since you and I have spoken, we are our number is up now, we're up to 244 wishes that we have granted. I've been a part of the organization for the past six years, um, I served five of those years as our wish coordinator. Um, and was I've been involved in about 155 of the wishes. So Um, I've met some incredible people over the years, people apply to our website, we take them through a fairly, you know, standard rigorous application process. And then once their wishes approved, we set out, we find a wedding planner, wherever they're located in the country, we bring that person on board pro bono, and then we work with that person to assemble an entire team of wedding professionals that pull off this amazing day. And all of it is done with the couple in mind and they don't have to do any work for any of it. Like it is our goal that they would show up to a day that was perfectly and beautifully created for them that they did not have to do any work for. Mm -hmm. We don't want to add any stress to anyone's plate. Um, And just incredibly generous people come together and blow these wonderful, amazing couples away. And we just want to provide a day where they can enjoy their family and their friends and celebrate their love and have a little respite from the nightmare that they've been going through.
0: Lacey, how did you- I love
2: that.
1: Oh, sorry, Justin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lacey, how did you first hear about the organization? It sounds like it's been around for about 13 years. You joined the organization six years ago. Was there? Did you stumble into this or did a story bring you to the organization?
2: I did stumble into it. I worked out with a, a friend who had this job and she was leaving the job to become an oncology nurse. And at the time, my kids were small. She said, this is such a great job, you know, for a mom with small kids. And I just absolutely fell in love with it from day one. I, I met couples in that first year that just stirred my heart and became dear friends and um, inspired me. Um, My dad passed away five years ago from terminal cancer. And that most certainly um, made this job more meaningful and significant for me. And so when I interview couples, uh, which I interview all of our couples, I understand I I might not have lived through chemotherapy or through radiation or through surgery, but I sat next to someone who did, and I know what it looks like and um, have since had tons of friends, battle cancer, young people, and so i'm i'm very familiar with all aspects of it and have tremendous empathy for anyone that is wading through that
1: that's incredible that's really really um yeah super special that it came to have more meaning than even intended um I would love to hear a little bit, um, we talked before this and you've told me some incredible stories about some of the wishes that you've been able to to grant through the organization. Do you want to give me one or two very, you know, most impactful stories for you?
2: Sure. Um, in fact, this past year in, in 2022, we granted a wish for a couple named Shelly and Steve. And they had met uh, working at a restaurant and Shelly was kind of down on her luck and had small children and had to get out of a living situation and had nowhere to go. And Steve, who was just a coworker of hers, they didn't know each other well at all. He said, well, you can just come stay at my house with your kids. And he gave them his bedroom. He slept on the couch for months while she and her kids took his room. And then when she had finally saved up enough money to move out, they were back at work and he got up the courage to ask her out on a date and they went on a date and they started dating and they fell in love and they got married and they had a baby of their own. And then he, I mean, he was young in his um, late thirties. He just got ill one day and had started experiencing a lot of um, kind of intestinal issues and, and vomiting and nausea and losing a lot of weight very rapidly and he was diagnosed with advanced stage four colon cancer. And um, I interviewed them. I knew that this was an urgent wish from, from the start. I fell in love with their story. This man had the most beautiful, amazing heart. And um, I just knew that we had to act really quickly. And so we pulled together a wonderful team in Florida we, it was just an absolutely gorgeous day. They got married underneath this really beautiful arbor with all these trees behind it. And there was a rainbow and all of the kids were there. And he passed away that night after the wish, hours after the wish had ended. Um, and I just think to myself, to, it's, it's difficult. You can go on our YouTube page and you can watch the video from their wish. And it is incredibly painful to watch. I cried the entire time I watched it because I knew the end of that day for him. But also he got to say goodbye to everyone that he loved. Everyone he loved was in that room to say goodbye to him. And in many cases, our wishes are somewhat of a living funeral for people. And um, it's a chance you know, when else besides your wedding, really, do you get to gather everyone you love in the same place? And I think that is the significance for a lot of the people who want to have this wish granted, whether it be a vow renewal, maybe they got married when they were 19 years old in a courthouse and they struggled through all the years and they had little kids. And and then one of them was diagnosed with cancer and then it metastasized and then it spread. And they've collected all these friends along the way who have supported them and stood next to them and brought them meals and cared for their kids and drove them to doctor's appointments. And for them to be able to stand up and renew their vows after 20, 25, 30 years of marriage and say to all these people that have stood with them throughout all these years, the people in the very beginning and the people at the very end, we're still here. We still love each other. And thanks for being a part of our family. And so we do a ton of vow renewals. We do a lot of weddings, but we do a lot of vow renewals. And I think that those also have such a special impact for someone who's been through so much. How many
0: many applications do you get in versus kind of like the the ratio of applications to to wishes granted? And is it mostly just a, a resource constraint on your side?
2: I would say that we probably get five to 10 applications a week. Once we review the applications, then we set off to interview them. Um, yeah. And at the end of the day, it, it comes down to either like a funding issue or a resource issue. We allocate a certain amount of money um, to each wish since the pandemic, it has been a little bit harder to fully fund and grant a wish through volunteers and donations. And so we do allocate a certain amount as an organization and that comes down to a fundraising um constraint. But we would love to be able to grant as many as we can. Last year, we granted 32. This year, we're on track to grant 38 by nice. the end of December in a couple of weeks.
0: Can you talk about the wish granters, the team that kind of is the engine behind all of this? Because this is a lot of volunteers that are either donating their time or their money to make these, make this happen, right?
2: Absolutely, it. I I can't say enough about our amazing wish recipients. I love meeting them. I love hearing their stories. I love walking through this journey with them. I love meeting wish granters as well, Um, and I work very closely with our planners. I bring them on board. I get to know these people. They fall in love with this story. They fall in love with the couple, and then they set out to ask all of their friends, all of their colleagues, all the vendors that they've worked with to donate as well, and. This is people who may never even meet the couple. You know, the caterer might come and drop off the food in the morning and never even get to meet the couple. And they're just doing it because they want to do something nice for someone else. And I am continually blown away at the generosity of the human spirit. And there is so much good in the world. I am continually reminded in this job of just how many good people are out there and some of these wishes i mean they're just they hit it out of the park they're unbelievable from you know you'll get a planner that just can't wait to just shower this couple with amazing little blessings whether it's a mocktail bar with you know specialty cotton candy on on top of each and every little glass to to photo booths and balloon arches and live event painters. You know, I didn't even know this was a thing until I got into this <laughs> job, but there's these people that will come and paint a painting of your wedding while you're yep. there and um, and the videography and the photography. And those are such a gift for the family too, um, just to have forever these a, a lot of my couples, when I interview them, they'll say, we just want pictures. We never got pictures from our first wedding. Mm. You know, we got married at a courthouse really quickly and we didn't have any money and we just want pictures. And and so I love our wish granters all over the country. I've worked with thousands of professionals who are just so generous.
0: Yeah, Yara, maybe you can take this question first. I, I don't know if it's just arrogance on my part, but it seems like if I had a terminal illness, ha- having a wedding would, I don't know, maybe not be the top priority, but I'm guessing I'm actually wrong there in some sense. I'm, I'm guessing there's there's more meaning behind this. And this is a really, really important um, milestone and day and a part of their entire journey. Kiara, do-, do you have any insight on that? Is this like something you are thinking about and you're interested in?
1: Yeah, I mean that was a thought that I had um when I was first diagnosed I was seeing people who were terminal who were really rushing to get married, you know, they had no more treatment lines and they just wanted to get married to their person and I remember constantly thinking like Why is this so important? You have so many other things to worry about. But now, you know, I was single at that point. Now I'm with David. We're engaged. We're planning our wedding. We wanted to elope and eventually decided to have an in person wedding because when else are we going to have all of our favorite people together in a room just like there for us and to celebrate us? And That's like such a special thing. I mean, you know, we talked at the top about how, you know, my family's getting away from gift giving. We want to do a lot more stuff in person and make those memories like what better way to do that than by getting everyone together and throwing a massive party and just having everyone that we love around us for a day. Um, so I'm sure Lacey has a lot more she can say about this, but I think, you know, as someone in a a similar demographic, it is important. It's really important.
2: Yeah. I, I think you hit the nail on the head that when you're faced with a terminal illness, it's experiences that matter. It's not things that matter. And We're trying to provide that for these people. We're just trying to provide one day. I mean, where I mean, I'm. I'm just thinking of your friend Pam. I got to attend her wish and be a part of her wish um, in Oregon, and she got to get her hair and makeup done and to feel so incredibly beautiful. And she had the most gorgeous wedding dress. And all of their friends and family came, and they got married in this beautiful field. And it poured down rain during their, their vows, and everyone rushed to get under this tent together. And, and then there was this amazing rainbow, and they took these photos, and they danced and to share that with your family and friends is an experience, it creates memories. A lot of our wish recipients have children, it's really important for them for, for these mothers and fathers who think gosh, I'm never going to have a first dance with my daughter. I'm not going to watch my child get married. And that's a lot of their motivation is we want to see, we want our kids to see this for us. And we want our family to be there and to celebrate with us and to celebrate life and to celebrate love. And I think it's just about the experience of it and creating memories that will live on, even if they won't.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I like the wish that Was granted to Pam, like, could not have meant more to her. She, like, I don't think she even made it to her honeymoon. She was in a pretty dire situation by the time her wedding day rolled around, but she was nonstop posting those photos. She talked about what an incredible day that was up until the end. Like sometimes you're like, those are the best memories that you have is when you're surrounded by all your favorite people. And that's something that really, like, I don't think you can put a price on. It's incredible.
0: Yeah. What are you looking forward to yeah. at, at your wedding day?
1: Oh, so much. Um, <laughs> I think seeing everyone, I have a lot of family out of town. And so people flying in, um, and just, yeah, getting to be with all of my people and, um, also really excited. I'm getting married at like an aquarium type situation and oh, we're going to cool. have a touch tank nice. hour. Um, so they like part of our contract includes docents to open the touch tanks. So I'm also really excited to do that. <laughs> That's
0: fun. Are you <laughs> yeah. going to get some pictures like
1: around Absolutely. doing that? That's absolutely they have shark eggs in there.
0: (laughs) Whose idea was the aquarium? Was that you or David?
1: Mine. Um, It's a, yeah, it's a popular like local spot. I was just looking for like affordable wedding venues and we went and they were the kindest people, the coolest venue. Like the ceremony will be outdoors on a cliff um, overlooking the ocean, like right on the water. And then we get to go inside and hang out with the sharks and the jellyfish. And it's going to be fun.
0: (laughs) That's amazing.
1: I would love to switch gears a little bit here. Um, I would love to talk about supporters of those who are getting married, right? What do you think that support should look like Um, from those who are supporting someone with, you know, whether it be a terminal illness or just a very severe illness who are getting married? Obviously, you don't want to be the one like, why is this important to you? But what do you think support looks like? And is it any different from, I think other um, couples getting married who aren't facing these sorts of health situations or yeah, what does that kind of look like, do you think?
2: I think that support looks like meeting people where they're at. Um, And I do have this conversation with my planners and I do say to them, you know, this is going to be a little different than a lot of the other weddings that you're planning. And it's super important to have grace with people and to be really gentle with people. And I'm sure Kiara, just as you know, every day is different and you feel different on every day. And, you know, chemo brain is a real thing. And, A common cold to someone who has a terminal illness can very quickly be pneumonia and a hospitalization. And so I say to my planners, you know what? They might miss an appointment. They might forget to email you back. They might not be super responsive when you try to get a hold of them. It's okay. And that's a lot of the reason that we just step in and we figure out what they like, what their preferences are, what their dream is, and we just run with it. Because like you said, you've got a lot of other important things that people need to focus on when they're battling an illness. And so I just, I always want my team to know that just be gentle with people. And at the end of the day, if, if we need to pivot and, and we need to switch this to somebody's backyard and it's just going to be an officiant and a photographer and a cake and one bouquet of flowers, then that's what we're going to do because the day is just all about them. And what they need in that moment, mm. and so I mean, I think everyone should be handled with gentleness, <laughs> um, but especially people who are going through something that you can't understand.
0: Definitely, Lacey, you want to you want to round us out. Um, you've already mentioned like Stephen Shelley's video, and I you, mm. I know you can stumble upon these probably on YouTube, but also on your website. You want to share. Kind of where your landing page is, and people can learn more about your organization.
2: Absolutely, we can be found at uh, www.wishuponawedding.org. We are on Facebook and on Instagram and on YouTube at Wish Upon a Wedding. Um, and I would love anyone who wants to get involved, whether it's they want to donate to our cause, they want to sign up to be a wish granter, or to volunteer with our organization. Uh, we would we would love to have them. Nice, absolutely.
0: Is there a good place for them to reach out? Do you guys have a generic inbox or anything?
2: We do, sure. You can send an email to info at wishuponawedding.org.
0: Nice. Carrie, you wanna round us out here?
2: Absolutely.
1: Um, So Lacey, this was an amazing conversation. We absolutely encourage everyone to get involved with Wish Upon a Wedding. Um, So for our final question, Lacey, what does good support look like to you?
2: Good support looks like meeting someone where they're at and sitting with them where they're at and just being there it you don't always have to solve the problem for them sometimes people just need you to be there and to just show up i i'm that person that i don't think it's ever the wrong decision to call or to send an email or to send a text and just say hey i'm thinking about you how can i help you at all and if not just know that i'm just here um just show up for people don't forget about them
0: yeah i feel like that's I a common that. that's a common answer that we hear here kiara i feel like that's an important thing to drive home is just if you're thinking about someone let them know
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> reach it's awkward out. sometimes i think people sometimes just don't know what to say mm-hmm. and and that's okay but just to say i i'm just thinking about you i'm here Absolutely. And for people listening, I
1: have started since I got sick, you know, finding if someone does something for me that I think is really important, just saying that and telling them and you always feel awkward at first, but I've never been met with like a, oh, why are you saying that or any weirdness? It's always I needed to hear this today or thank you so much. This really means so much. So don't let things go unsaid. tell people what you're feeling when you're feeling it, reach out, be there. I think that's kind of the best advice that we've gotten on this show. Absolutely. All Right. Well, thank you so, so much for being here. Um, this was the support report with be present and we'll see you all in the next episode.